Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, gang, and welcome to the first Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast of the week and what a week of poddies we've got coming your way we begin with an absolute humdinger of a game at Anfield as the best team on the planet Liverpool who are probably fourth actually now now you listen to this because I'm I'm recording this as Man City 1-0 up so Liverpool champions all oh, the best team the Premier League's ever seen probably fourth anyway they couldn't beat little old Manchester United it was 0-0 at Anfield another game where Liverpool don't score a goal in my messy paradise. The full-time whistle has gone. It's Liverpool nil, Manchester United nil. It's a point which gives United a two-point lead at the top of the table. We played brilliant football in the first half against a, a top side, created chances, put them under pressure. They had nothing really to do with the game apart from a, always counter-attacking. It's always, it's always possible for them, of course, but we, we, we even defended that really well. It was a, a difficult game. Manchester United came, played with resilience. First half, defended well. McTominay and Fred made it difficult for the, as much as Liverpool had more attempts in the first half. They didn't have any clear-cut attempts. We knew they were going to come out uh, like a house on fire. They always do. High tempo, intensity. The, we didn't impose ourselves enough on the game. I, I thought first half, it's almost like we didn't connect to enough passes to get a foothold in the game. Second half, I thought we grew and grew. And towards the end, I felt, well, we can win this, but um, just wasn't to be. Alison Becker somehow read it, palms it out for a corner. Pogba still can't believe it. He's he's still looking up to the skies. For me personally, for Oli to have the team in this position they're in now, of course that's progress. That's massive, massive progress, considering two, three months ago, everyone was trying to give his job away to Pochettino. I said I can't and won't fault Oli tonight I think he picked the right team I think he made the correct changes at the right time which has not always been one of his strengths I think United played with the right balance of devilment in terms of going forward and trying to win the game but also making sure they were very defensively tight at the other end and this Sunday in an exclusive national radio commentary on TalkSport Manchester United Liverpool go head to head in a 5pm kickoff, and I promise it won't be a draw no really it will go to penalties if needed anyway in the other Premier League game on Sunday, Manchester City played Crystal Palace and Jose Mourinho's Spurs beat Sheffield United. Here's the fallout, people talking about it, across TalkSport. 
Finished Sheffield United 1, Tottenham Hotspur 3. Uh, it's been a good game this, but I think just a bit too open from Sheffield United's point of view and a sloppy start ultimately gave them too much to do. I'm really struggling personally to uh, to coach that. Yeah, I'm struggling to coach that. I'll possibly leave it, leave it at that and, uh, you know, make your... Uh sort of uh, conclusions from that John Flex cross had been uh, glanced in by the head of David McGoldrick from six yards his fifth Premier League goal this season one very very basic mistake from a through in the mistake we made I used to teach that to the kids when the kids were 13 and 14 when I, I started a very basic mistake and they scored a goal that's our problem but uh, the desire to, to play well and to kill matches we have it good night at the office for Manchester City they've done exactly what they needed to do they moved to second for Palace well they have to think again full time at the Etihad Manchester City 4 Crystal Palace nil. we struggle well, we fought a lot to be in this position and we will have be able to fight a lot to, to, be, to be up there for the next weeks. It fell apart really in the second half when we, we made one or two mistakes, I thought, on the ball and surrendered it a little bit too easily. And uh, as a result, you know, the second goal, then the third goal, they've got their tails up. Stones with his second. He's on a hat-trick, John Stones. It's Manchester City 3 who are going second in the Premier League table. Crystal Palace nil. All the hard work on the training pitch, uh, the set pieces. It's good to when it comes off, so I'm, I'm made up. Another clean sheet, four goals, some great goals, some great assists and a great, great, great team, team performance. Now, Mesut Orville is to join Fenerbahce on a free transfer after agreeing a payoff with Arsenal over the last six months of his contract. Orville rejected a lucrative move to the MLS after being offered a deal by the Turkish side, who he apparently supported as a boy. Yeah, of course he did, yeah. This was the action from Tony Cascarino and the former gunner Perry Groves on TalkSport to the news that the 2014 World Cup winner was leaving the Premier League. I bet they were devastated. Arsenal went through that period of time where they couldn't create anything, could they? Yep. And you've got him in the sidelines going, oh, really? You, you think them players are better than me at creating goals? So it's better for everybody around. He's the only player I know that's had uh, a gap year three times. <laughs> he likes to go away and go missing. What a talent. But for the last three years, I've not mm. seen it, and I haven't seen it very regularly. Oh, brilliantly done by Ozil, who rounds the goalkeeper. When he was on his game, he was one of the best players in the world. I saw him do things on a football pitch he made look ridiculously easy, honestly, which was so difficult. And he's, he had his own trademark goal. Did you ever see anybody bump the ball into the ground before and like no. an over the goalkeeper? So he was an unbelievably gifted player. I think just lost his way a little bit in the, you know, the last sort of eight months or so. They hung their hat on Mesut Ozil. He was going to be their difference maker, their game changer. Much like Bruno Fernandes is doing for Manchester United at this moment in time. And he didn't do it. Maybe the, the expectation levels and maybe the pressure just weighed too heavily on his shoulder. Mesut Ozil, after a long and protracted battle over should he stay, should he go, being paid the mega bucks for, for not playing, not included in the squads. And uh, he's now going to be joining Fernabache. If you're going to play him in centre midfield and you start looking around Arsenal... Like- great um, you look at someone like a Ray Parler now I think Mesut Ozil um, has probably got more ability in his in his lockers in terms of technique qualities than a Ray Parler but if you're asking me to put one of them two in the centre of the, the park for Arsenal I'm having Ray Parler every day of the week and don't forget we'll be taking your calls on my show the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar from 10pm tonight after Arsenal take on Newcastle or Newcastle or Newcastle it's up to you which one you choose None of them are wrong.
Now, are you wondering what happened on game day? Yes, I bet you are. No, well, it doesn't matter. There's nothing you can do about it because you're going to find out now. As Leeds lost again. Oh, well, they played such lovely football. And Gabby Agbonahor continued to wind up their fans. Leicester remain in the title race after beating Southampton. But first, it's the West Brom boss, Big Sam Allardyce, giving an even bigger thank you to TalkSport after the Baggies beat their local rivals, Wolves, at Molyneux. the goalkeeper's left and West Bromwich Albion have come from behind now to lead by three goals to two at Molyneux. Thanks, I'm glad everybody at uh, Talk Sport was here to see me uh, uh, at last get my first victory um, over uh, the period of time I've been here and I'm totally delighted for the players and their efforts today. It's only a small thing people might see but I think when you look and you get double figures and you move into double figures it looks so much better than it is when you're on single figures with this many games gone. Barnes will go it alone and he'll find the corner and he'll seal the victory for Leicester City that takes them second in the Premier League table. Brendan Rodgers will be delighted. Again, it's just getting into that winning habit, that, that momentum kind of, to carry them forward. When you see the teams that are up and up around it and for us to be as competitive then, of course, it's uh, it's pleasing. But we've one more game to go. Then we're at the halfway point and uh, yeah, the, the players are given everything. Job well done by Graham Potter's side here. Leeds United nil, Brighton Hove Albion won. Neil Mopé with the only goal of this game came in the 18th minute, a right for it tapping. 17 points from 19 matches. Big result after West Brom's win earlier. And I said before the game, the balance between attack and defence is crucial uh, when you play Leeds. I said it was a big challenge for us at the end of the week that we've had. But uh, the players have got character, the players have got fight, they've got, they've got spirit, and I think we earned our victory. Maybe these pundits that weren't jumping on the bandwagon are right. Leeds have had their time. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're coming down the hill now. They've gone up the hill. Now they're coming down the hill where teams are going to find them out more. They'll keep losing games now for me. Now, Jamie Lindsay's late winner spoiled Wayne Rooney's first match as Derby's permanent boss after Feyenoord Rotterdam ended a run of seven away defeats. Saying that, they are actually fourth in the Dutch division. Oh, hold on. Well, that should have read Rotherham. Oh, my mistake, Wazza. It's no joy for Wayne Rooney after the new permanent job announced this week. Big, big result for the Millers. It's finished. Derby County nil, Rotherham United 1. First of all, I didn't feel we deserved anything from the game. I think we can play a lot better than we did. We didn't play with that confidence and, and belief. I feel we've been playing with. We were sloppy in possession at times. So, yeah, I felt um, it weren't what I expected. For me, he should have carried on and you even think? made a change in football and become player manager. I know it's it's not common in the championship to have that, but he showed this season he's still got a lot to offer. I'm confident we can get out of this. I'm really confident we can get out of this. So I have belief in myself, I have belief in the staff, and I have belief in the players. So I'm confident that we can get out of this mess we're in. Was it too clicky, cliquey going away with England back in the day? Yes, it was, according to Andy Cole. Or Andrew, no one really knows which way to say it. Is it Andy Cole or is it Andy Andrew? Anyway... He told us why on the Sunday session. In my era, I'm going to be brutally honest with you, there wasn't no mixing going on. We go there, you know, whatever day we meet up, we say hello to everyone, but when it comes to breakfast, lunch or dinner, Mm. as a Manchester United player, I sat with my Manchester United teammates. You are supposed to integrate, you you are supposed to get on, you know, because especially if you're going to move into, I don't know, a major tournament or whatever maybe, yeah, you've got to integrate. And I think most probably that's where Gareth's got it right. You know, because Gareth was obviously my era as well playing mm. and Gareth seen it. It's rivalry. Mm. You know, so the craziest thing is you, you go away with England, but you're still taking your club issues with you. It's Fowler. He'll smash it back in. Liverpool are on their way to Wembley. 
It's Robbie Fowler's season. Robbie thought I was an arrogant son, so I, I thought <laughs> it was exactly the same. Yeah. Then we, then we ended up both being at the same football club. We ended up getting on so well, yeah. I mean, having a laugh and joke. And he, he said to me, to ask him, oh, Cole, I really thought you was an arrogant son, so, but you're totally opposite. Now, the England spinner Jack Leach has been speaking to the media after taking his second five-wicket haul in Test cricket. Despite losing three quick wickets late on day four, England edged closer to victory and will need just 36 more runs to seal the win today in the first test. All of that, of course, means nothing to me, but hopefully it means something to you. Here's Leachy after a gruelling day in Gaul. Right now, I feel pretty uh, tired. The body's quite sore and, yeah, I guess going to need to rest up. But, you know, I'm just taking a day at a time taking a game at a time so I guess something I've learned is you never know what's around the corner so just trying to enjoy each day and see what happens really Edge caught Leach puts it exactly where Gareth Batty was calling for a few deliveries ago I understand that you know, I probably at times didn't bowl as well as I would like this game I think it's got better as the game's gone on which is a good sign but yeah I mean I try and use those lows to propel me on to the highs I guess and I guess it puts a bit of perspective on things as well. It's like if I'm healthy and fit and able to, to play, then that's a, that's a really great thing, and I, I don't take that for granted. Jack Leach, Jack Leach, Jack Leach, Jack Leach. <laughs> and if you want the reaction to the first test, you can catch... See what I did there? Nope, neither did I. Talk Sports following on podcast with John Norman and Steve Harms and Harmy. And we finish the podcast with Danny Kelly on the gang on Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express talking all things, would you believe it, European football. Just like in 2015, Danny, uh, Athletic win the Supercoppa and they win it against Barcelona. And Ike Munyain, the captain, who's one of those celebrating the most, he has, on the back of his right calf, actually, a tattoo of the rather large Super Cup from 2015 uh, on the back of his right calf. So his left, I think, is getting ready for some pain in the next couple of days. Um, Barcelona had the lead early on, uh, but then Athletic came back. And in fact, um, Barcelona winning 2-1 going into the final minute of the game. It was pushed into extra time by Asia Libre. Then a brilliant winner by Nyaki Williams. Absolutely superb goal that I'm sure you'll see a lot on social media in the minutes, hours. Well, why don't you take 15 seconds to describe it to us, Andy? Because it was worth that. Well, he got, he got it on the edge of the right-hand side of the box, brought it back onto his right foot and put, extraordinary curl on it really I think it went beyond curl into Swaz wonderful goal into the the, the top corner uh, off the inside of the post and Bielibre ended up playing a part later on in the game because as the seconds run out for Barcelona and they were chasing an equaliser Lionel Messi completely blew his top took a big swing at Bielibre from behind punched him to the ground and was sent off after VAR consultation he is officially the least happy camper in European football these days, Missy, and that is saying something, isn't it? Oh, that's it. We're nearly it for another podcasty thing. I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar tonight from 10pm alongside the fun boy taking your calls on Arsenal against Newcastle. 
There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to download it. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading it. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, do whatever you want. But most important of all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.